you can holler, you can applaud, you can scream, you can do anything you want. I can't hear you anyway. <laughs> Hi everyone, it's Kyler Bingham and you're listening to the Salt Lake Dirt Podcast. On today's show we have uh, the filmmakers behind a very uh, beautiful, interesting, cool short film that was recently at Tribeca. The film is called Lalak um, and we're talking to Scott Aharoni and Dennis Latos from Duo Entertainment who are the filmmakers behind this incredible film. Um, we're going to jump right into it and and talk about exactly what this was. It was filmed during the pandemic and is directly related to the pandemic. Uh, beautifully shot and uh, very cool that it had a live uh, premiere at Tribeca, sold out, um, outside screening, um, completely sold out. So that uh, is very exciting uh, that we're slowly getting back on track with festivals. Um, it, it also was available online, so I'm sure a lot of people got to see it for all over the world which is incredible as well. So without further ado, let's talk to the filmmakers of Lalak. The short film Lalak is playing at Tribeca this year, um, and I got a chance to screen it last week, and it was very, very powerful stuff. I mean, timely. I hadn't seen a film that um, had really addressed COVID, especially specifically from New York, I think even in, you know, living in the U.S., if you weren't there, it's just kind of hard to wrap your brain around how how traumatic and horrible it was. So I, I'm just curious, you guys are both um, from New York. Uh, what was, I mean, obviously you were impacted by what was going on. So what, what made you decide, hey, let's make a short film about this in the middle of this um, and and yeah just yeah think of, no, that. of course no no of course so it's it's a very interesting story i mean so we met with our screenwriter mustafa came back a couple of months prior and we were supposed to be working on another project with him didn't really work out but we wanted to all collaborate together on some type of level then the pandemic began and the new york lock you know new york lockdown started and you know dennis and i mustafa we're all in new york we start seeing these refrigerated trucks pulling up to hospitals where we're, we're all locked down in our homes and we're like, what is going on? This is insane. And, you know, these dramatic things in our lives inspire us as artists. So we were saying, okay, we're going to be locked down. We can't necessarily go out there and shoot a film, but let's develop one together. So, you know, Dennis and I went to Mustafa and said, hey, maybe this is the project we all work together on. And then, you know, we gave Mustafa some, you know, things that we wanted out of it. You know, we didn't want to show any hospitals. We didn't want to show any ventilators. We wanted to show a, a story about real people, about a real thing that's going on in today's world. And, you know, Mustafa was also very inspired by the articles and the websites we were sending Mustafa of what we were inspired by. And a lot of the articles were talking about grave diggers and these massive cemeteries they were building. And then Mustafa, out of all the stuff, decided to you know choose a grave digger, a great character that has immigrant background and a lot of emotional value to it. And then over the next few months, we developed it together, all together, and the rest was history from there. Yeah, so I think one thing that was just, it kind of blew my mind when I found out after the fact I, I had assumed this was um, 
like a, a make like a, like a real cemetery or just a plot of land but i found out you guys actually um you and your folks like they dug those holes i mean that must have been a ton of work and i mean i don't know how i mean as far as i could see in the film there was just grave after grave after grave so um considerable considerable amount of pre-production in a different way than sure. you're probably used to um yeah that, so that was um that was incredible how how long did it take to to shoot uh the short uh the short took what was it like four days four days um i'd say the most difficult part was definitely getting the you know the graveyard to look realistic and we were also under deadlines because we had festivals to submit to but at the same time we were also shooting in a pandemic so there was a lot of moving parts a lot of things that could have gone wrong, but all we could do as producers and directors was just methodically plan to the best of our ability and, and then just execute. Uh, the graveyard was like two days, three different excavators. Initially, we thought it was going to be a breeze because we thought the soil was really flat and easy to dig, but it wasn't. And as we started digging, then we realized there was roots, there was bedrock, and we needed to have one excavator to make the dig, another one to kind of like break, you know, the roots and then another one to kind of like break the bedrock so then we can actually get it out. And that was one, that was one difficulty. The other difficulty was getting it out of the way and flattening the land out so we could sell the realism. So we didn't know we were going to do 61 holes, but as we, <laughs> we would do a row of 10 and we'd look at them and I'd say, more, 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 another 10, another 10, another 10. And then we reached the point where we said, okay, I think this is enough. Yeah. I think this could sell as if it could be a real graveyard. Yeah. And I told, I mean, I totally, it, I was convinced it was, it was real. And it almost like, um, like, I, I don't like to read anything about a film before I, before I sc screen, I just like to like jump in and then I'll read about it after. So the first few seconds I thought it was a, maybe a documentary because mm -hmm. it had such a real, uh like a realistic feel to it and it just seems so intense and um just kind of kind of mind-blowing that this is happening you know in in new york i mean it was just kind of hard to wrap our, our brains around but then it was like clearly a narrative and beautifully done beautifully acted um you know shot i think it's going to be so great that it's going to be at tribeca so you, you have a new york festival it's playing at um, and from my understanding, the festival is primarily uh, virtual this year. No, actually, Tribeca is the first major film festival to be held in person. Um, oh, so great. actually, it's all going to be outside. Um, you know, there are certain things that are happening inside, but, you know, our screen will be outside at Battery Park. Uh, there's 600 people will be at our screening, sold out. I mean, all the stuff when we we're trying to get tickets for other events, everything was selling out immediately. People want to yeah. go back to the theater. Yep. And this is an amazing experience for Tribeca to be able to throw an event like this to still get that event that Tribeca is known for. Mm -hmm. So we're very lucky that we get to show it in front of 600 people and they have the virtual stuff too. So they're able to adapt to that and get it across the world. So, you know, more access and more availability now for our film. And, you know, we're forever grateful. Right. Yeah. That's, oh, that's awesome. It's good. Yeah. That's going to be a powerful screening. I mean, I can't imagine that's going to be, you know, oh, yeah. am amazing um, in person. And then that's so cool. Um, 
you know, so many festivals have been like all virtual, which, you know, is frustrating for, you know, I, 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 I'm out here near uh, Sundance. So talked to a lot of filmmakers for that. And, you know, they were like appreciative, but they were very like disappointed that they couldn't be here. But on the flip side, you, you what you just said, you have so much more um, exposure. People from all over the world are seeing this. And I think that's um, kind of a cool thing that they can do do both there so that's you get the best of both worlds so that's that's awesome um i am i'm just curious about so you guys are um uh co-directors uh you you, you run a, a production company uh, i'm just kind of curious how you how you got together and inform this and what other kind of projects you work on um most of the time um so my cousin zach actually went to the same uh, middle school as scott so at the time i was kind of on my own independent, just shooting a bunch of music videos and like small commercials and whatnot. And I had done some experimental films, but nothing that I felt comfortable putting out. And then my cousin actually ended up linking us. He spoke to Scott and said, Hey, my cousin is Dennis shooting. He's doing really good work. And he saw some of Scott's work. He said, you know, your work is really good too. Why don't you guys connect and link up and maybe there's some, there'll be some synergies over there. And then we met, we hit it off. Scott actually had a music video that he was shooting like, the following week and he was like listen why don't we just meet up come to the music video let's let's do it together and so we we worked on that video it, it we knocked it out of the park and we instantly knew wow like we could definitely work together we just have the same the same drive the same passion our vision is very much the same creatively and we just understand each other and um ever since then we just stuck together and we formed the duo entertainment because it's us two we're a duo and um yeah, we, we've really developed a great friendship, but also on a professional level, a great a working relationship. Yeah. And now, you know, what we have moving forward, you know, with, with LALAC, we're, we're just really excited that we're making a really big major film premiere. And, you know, we're excited to see what's going to come of that. You know, we have a lot of other festival acceptances thus far. You know, thank God we, we're going to announce it pretty soon, but it's going to be a really amazing next year, you know, going through this whole entire journey together with our cast and you know you know we've we're we're developing a bunch of stuff some television shows some features and we're just working our way to see what opportunities come about as well as what we feel comfortable with as we journey through this festival so we can see what's the best move for us to, to move, moving forward yeah yeah no that's incredible i mean i i think like uh i i'm covering the brooklyn film festival which is going on right now so just talking to the filmmakers and you know i've been talking to a lot of them over the course of this whole COVID, you know, the whole thing. Um, and just to see the kind of like the, the wave of like hope is coming back and there's this, sure. this like really strong sense of positivity and, you know, things are, things are getting better hopefully. And then we're also taking some things from this whole experience to, you know, become better artists and better, you know, people. Sure. So um, I, I know people are going to, yeah, love the film. I don't want to, I don't want to talk too much about it because it just it does pack such a punch and it just it, it engages you e immediately. Um, those visuals are just so strong. Uh, curious about the 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 cast that you um, got yeah. involved in the project. Where how did yeah. you find them? What was the, your approach there? Yeah, well, so we'll start off with Nadir, who uh, you know plays Yusuf, and he's just a powerhouse of an actor, true true artist, and he. He's from Turkey. Um, he came to America about a couple of years ago, and this is his first American film, um, his first American director. 
Um, and we had the privilege of working with him because Mustafa had met him back when he was through his festival circuit for his short film Green that won at Sundance. And he met Nadir there and hit it off with him and knew that they would collaborate in the future at one point or another. And luckily, we were blessed that we were able to work with him. So we were able to meet with him there and we developed a very strong relationship with him. Uh, his, his dedication to this craft is unlike any other actor we've seen. And, um, and then Isabella, we actually found her, well, Mustafa actually found her through backstage casting the mm -hmm. website. It's a very difficult thing when you're trying in a pandemic, looking for a young actress who speaks <laughs> Turkish and English, but really has the English first, you know, American born. So there's no, you know, necessarily accent. It's the immigrants way of coming to, you know, building their family in New York. Right. And we found her there. Uh, she lives in New Jersey and we, we met her, saw some tapes from her. We were like, she's the one. And then this whole cast, especially them two, Nadir and Isabella became so close with one another. You know, this is Isabella's first film as well. Mm. Uh, well, her first film ever. And for that to be a first film is just a tremendous. That's, oh yeah, she seemed like seasoned. She was outstanding. Yeah, I mean, she used uh, Nadir as her mentor. Uh, Nadir opened up a plethora of experience and information to her. She was so willing to take direction. It was always asking us, was that okay? Are you sure it's okay? Do you want anything else? I'll change anything you want. And then just her understanding of the character, asking intelligent questions that a seasoned actor may not even ask. Right. was was uh, right. awesome to be a part of that. And as well, we're blessed to have had her as well. So it's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, it was just like, I mean, the, the familial ties just seemed like I said, it was like, a, you know, it's a narrative narrative short, but it, it had such a I don't think I've seen a short film that just jumps you like right into the story immediately. You pick up what's going on. You have questions um, and then, you know, those questions are answered as it unfolds and just the strong sense of character development. Um, which is really hard to do in a short film. Yeah. Um, but I was just, you know, very impressed. I, I could go on and on about it. I definitely want people <laughs> to check this out when it's available um, on the on the virtual circuit. Um, great. Anything else you want to say uh, well, about I, the film? I mean, I, I guess one thing that you mentioned before, and I feel like you mentioned it again, is the realism and mm -hmm. the documentarianism of it. That was one of our extreme intents with the film with our cinematographer, Laura Valdeo. And we made sure that we wanted each scene to just play out. We wanted to just follow our characters and, you know, make you as an audience member feel you were just watching real life. I mean, we were all living through it. We're still living through it right now. So we're just taking a lens into a family that is very real and everything else like that. We did, um, we did extensive research to Scott and I, yeah. and we made sure, obviously we spoke to our production designer, uh, Anna and, even our costume designer, Alexandra, the wardrobe, like everything needed to be realistic. So like in this type of scene, you know, would a, would a grave digger be wearing like a hazmat suit or would he just be wearing his, you know, cemetery attire with a mask? And so every, every aspect of it was, I think, really researched tremendously because you're showing something in such a touching time you don't want people to say, oh, well, that would never happen or that's not realistic. So we had to really cover all the bases and sell it because this is really what happened. And so if we're making a film on this, it has to be of the time. So when somebody watches it, they automatically know, wow, okay, 
And I know, I know what's going on here. And it was evident from the first shot. Yeah, definitely. No, I mean, I don't, I don't want to um, talk about budget or anything, but one thing I love about a, a film when, when it, when it, it's pulled off properly um, is you can't tell. And this is, I think the case in your film, you can't tell if like money was just dumped into this thing or if there was like no money on it. So it was like the story is just so real and it stands on its own that um, I, I love films like that, where it's like, I, I have no idea where this stands and it, you know, it doesn't matter because this amazing, you know, piece of art came I will, from that. I, I will tell you this. It's a combination of some money, relationships, pulling favors, tapping into our network. It's literally, it's literally a little bit of everything mm. to really make this happen. And um, we all came together. It's a collaborative medium and we each did what we could to come together to make the project. And the beautiful thing is, is that we were able to provide jobs to friends who were out of work for months on end. And, you know, people wanted to work and they were willing and it was, they knew it's a short film. So when you hear short film, you know, it's a lower rate typically. So we had dedicated people who were friends, who were first time, you know, collaborators. And that's what helped make this all possible. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, it definitely, it has that feel that there's like, there's some, you know, strong connections happening like on camera and off camera. So um, once again, yeah. So I really want people to see uh, the short film. It's at Tribeca um, and Tribeca runs from June 9th through the 20th, I believe. So um, check out the website, get tickets if you can. I mean, or just at least at the very least be aware and, 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 and check back for um, Lilac at other film festivals. Sounds like, it's going to have a good run um, in the next several months. So, uh, Scott, Dennis, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you for having us. Yeah, I'm definitely going to keep, um, you know, keep an eye on your your future work. I'm really excited to see more um, narrative projects uh, from you guys. So, um, thank you. yeah, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Appreciate right. you. Take care.